Hello and welcome to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. Nope, my name is Mike P. Waworski. I am coming to you live from the East Coast. That's the coast with the most from the co-host with the most. Here on The Rundown, I bring you 2A views, conservative news. Craig, how was your weekend? Uh, it was actually a pretty busy weekend. Spent uh, time doing stuff with family and stuff like that, as well as doing a bunch of honeydews around the house. So it was no shortage. Plus, interestingly enough, we had some June showers this weekend uh, in Sacramento, California, which is uh, quite the oddity. It's not like acid rain or anything like that. No, not like acid rain. Okay, we don't gotcha, do we don't gotcha. do acid well, rain so in California. We may do acid, but we do not do acid rain. No, no, no. Acid rain's a big place for California. California's a big place for acid rain. It used to be. Well, in L.A., in oh. Los Angeles. Once the okay, rain gotcha, comes gotcha. through the okay. smog and turns into whatever. Okay. Well, you're not in L.A.? I'm not in L.A. I'm on the opposite, I'm on the opposite end of the state. I just assume it's all the same to me. It's California. <laughs> it's all the so. same. It's all the same. <laughs> all okay. The same. Well, you know, for a guy who's pretty good at geography, I would think you'd know a little better. I am pretty good at geography, but I just assume that you all share in the same misery in California. So no, no. Normally June is a beautiful, beautiful sunny month. Normally no no right. issues with rain, but you know, I mean, I like no Florida, which with the rain? you know, this is isn't this the beginning of like hurricane season for you guys? Oh yeah, yeah. It, uh, we had hurricane season started like three days ago, and we've already had our first storm come through. Got, got a cute story about that, but um, you didn't get any mudslides with the rain? No mudslides, no. No, no. Yeah, we got. Uh, I got an alert the other day for a, uh, it was over the weekend. It was uh, Friday. Uh, it came in Friday afternoon. Uh, we get tropical storm, tropical storm warning. Uh, and I'm like, everybody was all in a panic because it was the first one of the season. And I was like, tropical storm warning. I'm not even bringing in the trash cans from the curb. Come on, <laughs> give me a break. That's, that's nothing. That's nothing. <laughs> it's like, come on. And it was nothing. Like, well, like I always say, people complain about it getting hot, right? And I'm like, look, it's not hot until it's 100 degrees. Yeah. It's like you're complaining. Yeah, everything's on the news. Uh, oh my god, it's gonna be hot. It's gonna be hot. It's like you, or or the first yeah. rain of the year. It's like everyone acts like it's never rained before, or it's never been over a hundred degrees. Right. It's like you do know this happens every year, right? This is not a story, right? Well, listen, it's it's the it's the sensationalism of it, right? It's back. We've got to prepare. You got to get your bread, your water, and your toilet paper. You know, and that's that's what it is. It's the media. You know, they don't have something that bleeds, so they got to find something just as good to scare you with. Exactly. 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 Yeah. Folks, you know, yeah. uh, we're good at coming up with stuff to scare you with. Not so much scary. It's just mostly liberal policy. So <laughs> it's yeah. really scary. Which is scary, stuff. kind of, you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. So, hey, uh, if you're watching us, or obviously if you're listening to me, you are watching or listening, do us a favor. Uh, take a second. Uh, share, 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 like, share, subscribe. Make sure your friends know where you're watching us, whether you're watching us on YouTube, Facebook, whether you're watching us on OpsLens, Spotify, or you're listening to us via however you get your podcast. Uh, please make sure, share that information so that your friends can join in the conversation as it's taking place. Now with that, we're going to go ahead and get on into today's news. Uh, this first story, once again, is, is based right here out of California, because California is the place you ought to be. Um, 
there's a lot of conversation right now at the federal level regarding red flag laws. For those of you who do not know, red flag laws are where someone uh, you may or may not know can go to a judge and declare you uh, to be a danger to yourself or others and have your gun rights and your guns confiscated. And uh, once again, you don't get you don't get to uh, you don't get to, you don't even know about it until they show up to take your guns. Anyway, California has had a red flag law, which is what we call gun violence restraining order. Uh, since 2014 and uh, since then they have confiscated thousands of people's firearms and uh, sadly they don't believe that uh, they're doing they're confiscating enough people's firearms because now you actually have an instance where they are uh, well California is now going to be spending 11 million dollars that's right 11 million dollars uh, to help inform people about or to help promote the idea of people actually utilizing gun violence restraining orders or getting people to confiscate your guns. Uh, they're frustrated because, you know, right now in California, law enforcement and or a, a close family member, uh, once again, can go to court and try to have your guns taken away from you. And nine times out of ten, they're going to be successful. Uh, uh in this case now they're saying, well, look, we've only we're only confiscating like, you know, a thousand or so firearms every year from people. That's not enough. So we need to go after more people's guns. So let's spend some money helping educate people and letting people know, hey, guess what? You can take people's guns. You know, Craig, this is uh, this is this is how much of a waste of money, right? Like, because you guys got so much spare money going on there in California, you know that you could waste eleven million dollars on uh, on red flag laws. Um, do you, do you have the, first off? Do you have that, that picture. Bring that picture back up. Uh, that uh, that cute little girl just standing there holding a red flag law sign. Okay, now I remember being a a, a young tot, a lad, right? Um, mm -hmm. And uh, and, and my mother was a was a younger mother, and you know, so I did a lot of things with her. I remember, you know, going to the going to the store and doing a lot of walks, and you know, the things that you do with the you know, going to the park, you do with your mother. I don't recall my mother ever taking me to the school or the Capitol steps and sticking a a, a, a protest sign in my hand and making me a prop for uh, uh, you know for for big government or for anti gun crowd. Um, what they should do is find this this kid's parents, and they should beat the parents in front of this kid, uh, and then that's the simple math right there. Because if you exploit your children like this, you don't deserve to be the parent. So I'm sorry. That's is that is that too aggressive? Is that too aggressive this early Monday uh, morning? It no, it's uh, not too aggressive at all. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's what's funny is is I love you. I always use June second. You know the the wear orange day. I always use right. June 2nd as an opportunity to share all of the individuals uh, who are part of uh, Every Town for Gun Safety or, or Mayors Against Illegal Guns. All these folks right, who right. are pushing this, who, who have wound up uh, in jail, <laughs> who are now wearing orange uh, as a result of the fact that they were corrupt. And it's amazing. You know, that's why they got rid of Mayors Against Illegal Guns. First of all, because everybody is against, quote unquote, illegal guns. But right. Uh, well, not everybody's against illegal guns, but but, um, but what's interesting is is that the number of politicians who are part of that group who've wound up indicted or in jail is astronomical. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, and, and if we had a T-shirt with all of them in their orange jumpsuits, uh, that would be kind of cool. You know, that would so we, we may have to work on that for the future for the, for next June second. But yeah, it is go. a huge number, right? Yes, in California. Next, 
is is the sponsor of of uh, politicians going to jail over gun crimes. Oh, and not small politicians. You got Leland Yee, who was uh, who was a leader in the state senate, who was arrested for for trafficking firearms. You got Lee Baca, who was the sheriff of Los Angeles County, uh, who went to jail for corruption for uh, uh, basically in in part. Yeah. Uh, taking bribes for concealed carry permits. I mean, yeah, selling concealed weapons permits. Yeah, right. I mean, though, that, that's just the two of that's just two of the most recent. There are still right. plenty out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We yeah. could do a couple of weeks, a couple of days shows on that particular thing. But, but yeah, Mike. The the thing about this is is that once again, they're they're the only way in which they measure the success of a red flag law is how many guns they confiscate. They never tell you right? how many yeah. how many they had to give back. They never tell you that, right? They, right? Because when they tell you that, you find out all of a sudden that yeah, most of the time uh, they wind up having to give the firearms back because they were wrong. Yeah, instead of saying like you said, uh, because that was what they said is seven hundred and fifty guns confiscated. You, you, they could they could just go the other way and say we potentially saved seven hundred and fifty lives, but they can't. They can't even go there because it's so much the gun to them. We got to get the gun gone. The gun has to be off the street. They can't even talk about the number of lives they potentially saved because it's the gun that we have to highlight. Well, because they don't know that they actually. I mean, if if the majority of the time you wind up having to give the guns back, or you you it, you've been it's been deemed that you've incorrectly taken someone's firearms, then you haven't saved anyone's life. Well. It, it, Exactly right, but you know, you know, what I'm saying it's just, just they, they can't even get around and see that. You know, we right. continue to argue with them about them talking about guns, and this is a way that they could get around talking about the number of guns for red flag. They, you know, if they stood on the Capitol steps and said we we saved over a thousand lives this week, you know, it would sound a lot better than we took a thousand guns. You know, you know, how do you argue with we saved a thousand lives, even if it's a lie, and we know it is because the gun flag, we know that the. Uh, the red flag laws are for most of the time are nonsense anyway, but uh, you know, the seizures are nonsense anyway. They could still get around it. You know, it's, it's, well, it's, be, it's the terminology. It's, yeah, you know? it's the, it's a number though. The reason why they talk about the guns in this particular case is because it's a number that they don't have to exaggerate. Now yeah. what they, what they, what they do is they don't tell you exactly what does that mean? Oh, we confiscated a thousand and fifteen, you know, rifle right. or, or, or firearms. Right. Well, yeah, okay, yeah. you confiscated that many. What they don't tell you is, okay, how many of them did you have to get back? <laughs> yeah. Right? Because yeah. when you find out right. that the overwhelming majority of those, yeah, they were, were deemed yeah. to, to have not been good, then uh, or you have to give the guns back, then you find out how many. And by the way, then there's also the number of people who were supposed to get their guns back and never got their guns back. Absolutely right, yeah. yeah they can't give you those points because they don't care about them, you know? No, no, they don't care about them at all. They rights mean nothing uh and by the way just so you know as they put the children up there on the on the on the on the stairs with the sign as the prop they don't care about the children either because if they did you wouldn't have a president for example that doesn't believe in hardening schools right does not believe in providing security at schools or making sure schools structurally are such that it's it's harder for people to get on and off campus he doesn't care he doesn't not only does he not care about that he doesn't support that at all he's opposed no. to it according to his uh according to his press secretary right we saw that yeah with the infrastructure improvements absolutely yeah. right he specifically yeah. said yeah no he doesn't support that nope. so just you know, so y'all know no, they don't it, they don't yeah. care about the kids 
uh, if there's any uh, any evidence that they clearly don't care about the kids. It's one of their newest debates on the issue of Roe v. Wade and uh, abortion. And this is an op-ed piece that uh, this is an op-ed piece that they have in uh, in uh, in the USA Today. Now, this particular piece in the USA Today, they're referring to female college athletes. And their argument in this particular piece is that, well, you know, female college athletes are not going to want to go to universities. Uh, they need to think about where they're going to go to school because, well, you know, you, you don't want to go to a school in a place where you're not going to be able to get an abortion because, you know, what's going to happen to your professional career? What's going to happen to your college athletic career if you're not able uh, to uh, take, the t- take the life of your child in the womb? Yeah, hold on. I want to make sure we get, uh, let's see. Oh, crap. Of course, it's the moment I, I go. Nancy Armore is this woman's name. Nancy Armore. I want everybody to see the the, the photo of the woman that uh, wants, uh, is telling your 16 and 17-year-old children where to go to get their, uh, to get their, their children killed. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, Craig, this is, this, I saw this story. I'm like, this is, no, this got to be some kind of joke, right? This is some sort of, this is, you know, parody, you know, some sort of satire. Um, no, she's actually you know, talking about we need to let uh, all of the, uh, the, the, the youths out there know what states are going to have uh, Roe v. Wade overturned. Um, that way they, they understand that when they come to college, uh, abortion is not an option for them, you know, uh, that they would have to, uh, uh, you know, they would have to actually be responsible and take other means to, uh, to raise a child or have a child, um, that it's not a form of, it's not a, an option of birth control for them. Now, it's the same thing, you know, she talks about in the article for the male athletes, that if you come here and start to spread your seed, that uh, you're going to have to have a bunch of children rather than uh, uh, taking them down to the local clinic and, uh, and solving the problem, as she so to speak. So this, this woman, uh, the way is she, her nonchalance with, with uh, killing unborn children and then spreading those to your your children or potential students was absolutely just just appalling, sickening, Craig. How, how she to her, abortion is as simple as uh, uh, is wearing a condom or abstinence. To her, it's just just a form of birth control, and she needs to let these potential students know because it's important. Well, and that's what's so scary about this is the nonchalantness that many people have towards this, as though it as though it were you know. Uh, once again, a, a, just a you know form of normal form of birth control. Uh, I've seen some of these stories, and you and you read some of these stories where people are talking about how they've had you know three and four abortions. It's like, I'm sorry, but this whole legal safe and rare thing. No, you've got people who who are pushing a culture that that aren't about making it that aren't about making it rare, and they're not concerned. It's definitely not safe for at least one of the participants. Um, and the, the yeah. only thing they care about is making it legal and making it, and not just that, but funding it and making people, everybody be okay with it. But they don't want to have a conversation about the science, about when we know, about when do we know life begins? When is it a life? Because obviously for many people, that makes a huge difference when they know life begins. And if they know, if they knew that life began at, like, for example, six weeks, I'm sure most people would be in favor of the idea of, of, you know, no abortions after the first six weeks, you know, obviously with the normal exemptions, you know, to protect the life of the mother, yeah, yada, yada, yada. 
Right, right. Yeah, um, it's amazing, Craig, because these are the same people that uh, want to see you go to jail for stepping on the turtle eggs, uh, but uh, it's okay to kill the unborn child, you know, and uh, up until, well, depending on which state you are, up until birth in some states, you know? Yeah, and once again, it, it is amazing. It is astonishing the level of hypocrisy that they have. Yeah. Um, but like I said, what I'm hoping is once Roe v. Wade is overturned, because I believe it will be, um, that at least then we can start to then have conversations about when life does actually begin. Now, all of a sudden, we can actually look at the science and, uh, and states can start to determine based on the values of their, though the, the, their citizens, you know, when, uh, when it is appropriate yeah. or if it is appropriate at all. Like Which, I said earlier, uh, or in, in other earlier in the, the week or the month when we've had these com- conversations, this is, this is the angry 50 year old, 60 year old woman who fought for Roe v. Wade in the, in the seventies. Right. And, uh, and now she's angry about it again. Uh, and, 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 from the numbers we've seen, the the youth out there today, the under twenties, those millennials, the, the for the a large part of them are just indifferent about this, Craig. It's just not an issue to them, you know. That it's it, it, like it was, and now we have these old, bitter white women, for lack of a better term, uh, they're out there stirring the pot again, uh, yeah. trying to make sure that uh, your children know it's okay to kill their children. Hmm. Yep, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> That's pretty much yep. how it appears to be. How it appears to be going down. And they're, by the way, going to ride this whole thing to the to the uh, uh, to for the through the election. Uh, yeah. the, our local our local uh, congressman running for running for office here. It's like he has absolutely no accomplishments. His name is Ami Barra. He has absolutely no no accomplishments during his time in Congress. So what does he do? He starts putting out messages about Roe v. Wade and overturning of Roe v. Wade and how we have to fight against it because that's really all he has to run on. Yeah. I got to pick up something, right? Here's the most popular, uh, you know, storyline of the day. Let's go with that. Yep, that's that that that's it. That's it right there. Speaking of popular storylines, we never get tired of talking about Captain Florida. Uh, this one is an interesting one. This one is from the Daily Beast, and now I'm just I'm just so the headline. You know, let me share the headline with you, and then I'll let Mike share a little bit more about the story. But the headline is. DeSantis moves to ban care for transgender youth, people of any age, on Medicaid. Now, is, is that actually what happened, Mike? Did he actually choose to ban transition care? Yeah, it does make it sound like he's arresting people in hospitals, right? Right. It's, it's, <laughs> it, sounds like, it sounds like a bunch of dudes walking through with axe handles and beating gay people is, is what it sounds like in the, in the title. Um, and it's, it's, it's clearly not what's going on. Uh, the legislature and the president, the president, I'm sorry, the legislature and the governor, uh, they, they, they made it so that um, state funds. So if you happen to be on, you know, state Medicaid or something like that, you know, or, or money received from the government for for your medical care cannot be used for transgender issues. And that's like, uh, well, well I, I put in my uh, I put in my insurance request so I could get uh, breast implants, Craig, because I identify as a woman. Uh, or I want gender reassignment surgery, or I want hormone therapy, or I want, well, now the, the, the state of Florida said, well, if your insurance company wants to pay that, that's fine, but we're not paying it. And it's not coming out of our funded, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, state or federal monies that are used for healthcare. Well, and, and it goes a little bit further in that 
the the biggest point issue here has to do with puberty blockers for for minors for teenagers in other words exactly exactly yeah, yes one yes. of the things that's being pushed by many in the transgender community cuz in it is they want to they want to be able to use uh, puberty blockers on minors on those as young as 12 years old so that they don't go through the puberty process of becoming you know if they're male or becoming female or becoming you know they, they just they don't want that to happen the problem is is that allowing a child to make a decision that will impact them the rest of their life right. you go through puberty blockers and all of a sudden as, as a as a as a male uh, trying to become a female and then you use puberty blockers and then all of a sudden at you know 18 19 you decide you know what no I'm not really a a woman I'm maybe just a gay man right or just a man well now your right. physiology has a been altered forever right yeah. because you've not been allowed right. to go through puberty uh, right. we don't allow minors to make medical decisions that will impact them the rest of their life we just don't do right. that and this is what the, but that's what they want to allow to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So again, the government said the, the, the state of Florida said, you're not doing it with our money. And, yeah. uh, you know, we're, we're not, we're not going to allow this to occur to these, like you just said, Greg, the underage without our input. So, you know, we're not, you're not going to, you're not going to give these blockers to a 14 year old or a 12 year old or a 13 year old. So, right. And it's, uh -huh. you know, it, as far as I'm concerned as an adult, what you want to do with your body is your choice. All right. As far as that's concerned, my problem is, is once again, when we're talking about minors. I mean, think about it. You don't in California as a minor, as a minor, as an 18, 17 year old, you can't go to a tanning salon with your parents permission, but you can get puberty blockers and change, you know, effect, make an effect on your entire, make a decision that will impact you the rest of your life. Uh, in some cases, even without your parents' consent or knowledge. What are you putting in them tanning salons there? That's, that's... I, once again, it's it's them it's them deciding the 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 state yep. deciding that they want to parent your children. I really believe it's just a camel's nose under the tent, so that they can start doing things like, oh, now there's a bill that will allow minors to make a decision about getting vaccines without their parents' knowledge or permission. They can already get abortions without their parents' knowledge or permission. Um, the whole goal is the state yeah. wants to raise our children so that they can raise them. Yeah, to they, be good they want them commies. to be twenty-one. To, they want them to be twenty-one to purchase a firearm. So, right, uh, because they, because they don't have the uh, mental capacity. So, but we'll let them do that. Yeah, good. Yeah, it's not no double standard. Right. No double standard here. A um, little bit more from Captain Florida this weekend, Craig. Uh, and I had the, uh, the 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 honor of being involved in this. We have the uh, the Special Olympics going on in Florida, in Central Florida this week. Uh, you know, some thousand athletes coming in from around the country around the world uh to compete this is the actual this is not qualifying rounds this is the once every four years olympics for them uh and so it's a just listen an amazing organization amazing what they do uh but their organization said that they had to have their vaccinations to compete and the governor of florida has been telling them for 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 months you know hey uh if you come to florida and compete and you still have this law in play, or you still have this requirement in place, we're going to charge you $27.5 million in fines. That's based on the number of people that you're going to employ, the number of people that are going to participate, and the math that's already law here in Florida. So if you require them to have the vaccination, you're going to be fined $27.5 million, million when you get on the ground here. Uh, Sunday was the, 
it was the opening ceremony. Saturday is when all the athletes came to town on the airlift. Uh, on Friday, Thursday afternoon, Friday morning, uh, the Special Olympics let it be known that they dropped the requirement for the, for the vaccination. And the governor got on and said, listen, this is only right. These, these, these individuals just want to compete. These kids just want to compete. And you're telling them they've got to get a jab. Now, remember, Craig, a lot of these individuals have uh, uh, other, other medical causes, other medical issues going on. Right. And a lot of their doctors said, no, I don't want my people that have these other things going on, getting these experimental uh, or, or non-experimental viruses, vaccinations pumped into their bodies. So there was a lot that weren't going to be here until very last minute where the governor, you know, laid, laid some smackdown on Special Olympics and they and they they relented. They said, OK, no vaccinations required. But but that was that was all Captain Florida. Well, and the, the whole idea of mandating vaccinations, it's like, OK, so it doesn't keep you from getting it. It doesn't keep you from spreading it. It right. may keep you from getting may keep you from getting really, really sick and may keep you from dying. But it doesn't protect you from giving it to someone else. So how does it you think you get to mandate it on other people? That makes no sense. Yeah, well, and that's what the governor said. That's what our legislature said here in Florida. And now that's so the Special Olympics has agreed to. So well, there you go. Uh, it, was, it was nice to see that. Uh, and, and remember, you're, talk, you're talking about people, Craig, that don't get to make decisions for themselves. That's right. one of the reasons they're in the Special Olympics. So there was a lot of controversy involved with this, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I think that the, the governor's point was, you listen, they're, they're healthy enough to be here. They're healthy enough to compete. You leave, leave them alone. And they, they said, OK. Well, it's like we're getting to a point now where, you know, now you're getting to now you're getting to the point with people who are like, OK, I'm just going to choose to do this, like with masks. Um, yeah. I had an incident where I, you know, the the play, the my eye doctor who I've been going to for almost 20 years decided after, yeah. you know, after all mask mandates and everything had been relieved. Decided, well, you know, I still want, you know, customers to wear masks. And I decided, I was like, you know what? No, I, I'm not going to participate in this theater yeah. anymore. I'm not, I'm just, I'm done. It was one thing when right. the law required it. The law doesn't require it anymore. You say, you, it's your business. I get it. You want to have people wear masks. Guess what? It's my money. I don't want to wear a mask. So I'm going to go someplace else to get I've my done it several times. Yeah. Including a doctor's office. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I've done, I've done with the Kabuki theater. Yep. Right. And that's all it is. Cause every, there's every study out there now, now, now will we'll show these little, these, these fake, these masks that you have us wearing don't do anything except right. make uh, people who are paranoid uh, a little less paranoid. And yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. they need to get over their paranoia. There you go. So, Very good. Very good. Yeah. I'm tired of, I'm tired of participating in the Kabuki theater. No, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. I mean, I've done it as well as you have. And yeah, like I said, they, the Kabuki theater is over. Uh, right. It's 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 time time to move on. And if there's somebody out there that says you still have to do that, mm -hmm. uh, take your money elsewhere. Yes. Take your money elsewhere. Please do. Mike, why don't you go ahead and introduce this next story? Because this is a, I think this is a Florida, this is a Florida young man's story. So I think you need to go ahead. And there's a reason why this one is called Stupid Should Hurt. Uh, so I, I, I don't know if it was on the uh, was on the Instagram or the Facebook. I forget which uh, social media platform it was on. Uh, this uh, eighteen year old, I believe, if I recall his age, eighteen year old puts on, uh, I guess, some sort of shooting vest, and, uh, and and he's got two firearms, and he says, uh, 
somebody point me to the nearest school. Well, uh, yeah, here he goes. Yeah. So, hey, Siri, directions to the nearest school is what it said. Hold on. Hold on. Let me turn my phone off now that I said that. There we go. Um, the uh, So uh, uh, he got uh, he got his butt uh, uh, arrested over this. And, uh, and, and now I'm not sure, Craig, that uh, an arrest might have been the right thing here. Uh, I, I know this definitely warranted immediate attention, all right, from law enforcement. Um, and and if Craig, if 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 red flag laws had due process in them, okay, mm-hmm. let's be clear on that because that's our issue with red flag laws is that right. there's no due process in them. I think this would have been an appropriate case for a red flag law that had due process because I don't know that I need to charge a guy with a crime for making a bad joke mm-hmm. but i do need i need to i do know that i need to at least examine what's going on make sure he's he's right in the head uh and that other people are safe i think this would have been an example of the time well, to use I, a properly worded red flag raw well but okay so here's the reason why i support it. number one what they did was i i don't think he should necessarily uh be i don't know that he necessarily still needs to be charged with crime because by the way folks turns out the firearms were were airsoft he yeah. basically he yeah. thought it was a joke. It, he I mean it was right. a very very bad, very very poorly done joke. Um, yeah. I, I first of all, I you don't play like that. You just positively there's just if anything should this guy lose his gun rights uh, for having threatened a school? I don't know, but he definitely is not smart enough to own a gun. That's one thing that I would say. Um, yeah, see, but 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 legally, right? Can he? You know. Yeah. Uh, all right. Listen, he made a joke. It was in poor taste. Uh, are we going to violate First Amendment rights over that? If he had been on stage, being mm-hmm. paid as a comedian and said this, would we would we be taking the same actions? You well, know. You'd, but you'd instead, he's putting it out over social you'd, media. Yeah, you'd have to take a look at everything in context. Is this something exactly? That yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because and, example, and that's the point. This is not a. Yeah. The point is, this is not a cut and dry thing. Well, but but the way in which you address it is you go, you arrest him, you do your investigation, and then from there you decide whether or not you're going to further press charges or anything like that. But I think it is important to send a message to people. This is not, you don't kid like this. Like, you know, we all know, for example, when you're in line at TSA, you don't make jokes about terrorists or about bombs. It's just like, bomb, that's bomb, just common bomb, sense, bomb ears. right? Bombardiers. Yeah. yeah. Common sense is you don't dress up in tactical gear a week after a, 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 a shooting at a school and say, and, and, and pretend, oh, okay, show me the local school. You just don't do that. That's yeah. dumb. Yeah, part of being an adult is being responsible, right? Right. Uh, definitely part of being a gun owner is being a responsible gun owner. Now, he didn't have real guns, so we know he was. he's not even a gun owner, right, as far as we know from the story. Uh, again, however, is this... Is this something that warranted an immediate arrest? It definitely warranted immediate police attention. I'll yes. say that. Uh, yeah. And I think the red flag law, having been worded correctly, would have also been appropriate, you know? Yes. Uh, is, as well. So, um, yeah, it's just one of those, listen, don't, don't, don't be a jack wagon. Don't do this. Uh, you know, and, and this is this is the guy where we're all looking around going, too, too, soon? too soon? Too soon? Right? This yeah. is him. This is him. This is that guy. This is too soon guy. He definitely needs, but but I still believe I still believe in the message, teaching people. Look, no dumb bad idea. Yeah. Y'all need to know. Don't do this, because this is what will happen to you. Right, and like you like we say here in the uh, in the title, yeah, stupid should hurt. Right, it, it, <laughs> the, 
That is, the, uh, if there is a definition of the problem with liberalism, it is that is that they want to protect, they want to protect people from themselves. And the problem is, is in many cases, I mean, that's how natural selection works, right? If you do something yeah. stupid enough, you cease to exist, right? right you don't, right. you don't procreate, you're done. <laughs> We're not going to allow that level of stupidity to continue to me in the gene pool, right? Same thing here. It's like yeah. if you don't learn from your mistakes, and hopefully those mistakes are minor enough that you survive them. Uh, hopefully you learn from them, but but you got to create opportunities for people to learn from those mistakes. And uh, yeah, moving along on one, to our parting shot, one of those mistakes that we make is actually well, I don't know, electing Democrats. Uh, this yeah. one I posted. I love this one. So this is gas prices, but you could easily point this to you know jobs, the economy, uh, uh, oh immigration. So here you have a graph, right? And you could see gas during the Obama years, gas yep. during prices during the Trump years, and gas prices during the Biden year. Okay, let's be yeah. clear. We don't even have years yet because we haven't even been there. Yeah. The, Obama, yep. the, the, the Biden year. Um, it's real simple, but you could say the exact same thing for immigration or illegal immigration. Right. Yeah. Or unemployment. Yeah. Or the yeah. economy. <laughs> yeah, gross national product, oil, oil, you know, everything. Yeah, right. Except yeah. it would be the opposite. But there, and yep. uh, okay. So now there's this other one. Um, this one I saw, and uh, you'll have to forgive me for the uh, for the uh, 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 racy language in this one. But uh, if you've been following the uh, if you've been following the Depp Heard trial, you will uh, you will be very quite familiar with with <laughs> the joke. Will make sense. Uh, if shits and giggles was a photo. <laughs> uh, for those of you unaware, that is Amber Heard, uh, who is, uh, well, infamous now for uh, defecating in the bed with uh, Mr. or leaving it for Mr. Johnny Depp. And Deuces. there is Vice President Giggles. Yeah. Yeah. One made one and one is one. Oh, yeah, okay. Boy, boy, Sorry boy. for the racy language, but it was hilarious. I had to share. Hilarious. Yep. Hilarious. Uh, good stuff. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Hey, Mikey, how about a uh, quick shout out to our sponsors? Let's say hello to Gorilla Manufacturing, to Grid Defense, to uh, the California Republican Assembly, and uscombatgear.com. All right. So has Gorilla Machining changed their name to Gorilla Manufacturing now? He go by both. He goes by both. Oh, okay. Well, see, now I know. I'm, I didn't. I actually the, did not I'm, know there was a both. Now I know, uh, folks. These are folks who all offer quality, quality products and services, uh, as well as just advocacy. Uh, they're folks who firmly believe in the Second Amendment and conservative values, which is why they support this show. So do us a favor. Uh, links to their websites are in the description to this video and this podcast. Go there, check them out. If you like what you see, spend a little money with them and let them know that the guys over at The Rundown sent you. With that, uh, we're going to be done for today. We very much appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate you liking and sharing the program and encouraging your friends to do the same. We will see you tomorrow on Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. <laughs>